Oh, oh shoot. Love you guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, at 7.06, happy little Friday to you. It's going to have a different flair today. It's going to hit a little differently. Why? Because the pretty face isn't here today. She's gone. She left. It's the first day since January 2nd where we say, hey, Mamie, are you coming back? And she didn't come back. She's going to come back, though, right? Like, she's going to eventually. I really hope so, man. I miss her already. She's in Chicago. She's in Chicago. You. Do you, okay, because she knows I'm going to ask her about food when she gets back, right? Like, it's, it's, it's 7.06. Actually got it in before 7.07, too. That's pretty impressive. Talking about food. Yeah. Do you think she ate, like, deep dish pizza last night when she got there? Yeah. You think? <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> but Chicago, didn't we have a conversation with somebody from Chicago and deep dish isn't really, like, the, the staple of pizza up there. I feel like I had a conversation with somebody about that recently. Yeah, that might be on your interweb working. It's probably my timeline, right. specifically. Yeah. You know who was on my timeline last night, or really this morning? Who's that? Because, you know, I don't stay up late. It's Charlotte Hornets. Man. You know, I got, I got, the, I got the link for you. Uh, oh you. You were there at the game last night. Charlotte Hornets, three-game win streak. Streak after snapping a 46 game losing streak. Was that right? Are those numbers accurate? <laughs> it sure felt like it. <laughs> the, the trade deadline happened. We made some moves. It's, it's kind of the way I, I hoped the Panthers would, the sentiment would be for them. We're still here. It's early. That uh, you look online, you look at some of the top uh, Hornets, local Hornets accounts of Crown Club and these people around town. Super excited about the Hornets now after last night. Um, and, I, and there was a, a situation that happened at halftime. And you were there for it, Bill. Yeah, I don't, I, I'm not sure if it was at um, halftime. Hold on. Let me get this video pulled up because it was incredible. I, I would say it was the play of the game um, for sure. You, you, it was funny because you had texted about it. I think that they're listening to our text messages because you were texting one of our group chats about it. And then it popped up in my timeline and Hugo, do you, or do you know who Hugo is? He's, he's the mascot for, for the Hornets. Hugo the Hornet, been around the game a long time. Uh, he, he normally does these theatrical things during halftime or sometime during the game, like a correct. timeout. Yeah, yeah. yeah this was uh, in between timeout entertainment, correct. And um, what did he do? He, uh, so the lady comes out and, and she's like, yeah, if Hugo makes this shot from half court, it's 30% off you know, the, the team store, right? Everybody is instantly like, oh, that sounds really nice. All gear. Everything right, all 30%. gear, everything. Everything Sweatbands, 30% off. hats. You know, shoes. everything, everything. Shirts. They still sell the Jordans in there, even though he's gone? Um, I, I, they do sell the Jordans hey. in there in the big store. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Not a bad place to get some <laughs> shoes. Um, you know, everybody is uh, intrigued, but, you know, still doubtful. The mascot still has to make a half-court shot. It's not an easy feat. No, even for a regular human or an NBA player for that matter, you know, one shot, got to make it 30% off. I think it was like if he hit the rim, it was 20% off. And if he airballed it, it was like 10% off. Um, so so we're, still a discount. We were leaving with something, yeah, but <laughs> everybody only heard that that 30% off. Um, <laughs> you know, let's see if he makes this. And my man, Hugo, and I'm about to show the video. He lines up backwards here. Not his, even looking at the goal. Not right, even looking. Back turn towards the... Uh, 
opposite end of the court here. Yes, and and I'm instantly like, what is this man thinking? And he, using his right hand only, tosses this ball over his shoulder. Are you kidding me? Buckets. Buckets. And it was one of those things where once it left his fingers, you're just watching that ball and the revolutions, and you're like, wait a minute. The you know, I reach over, there. I'm grabbing Natalie. I'm like, hold on. I'm like, you know, clinching her now. And that thing, and, and the best part is the celebration. This man just walks right off. You know, usually he'll do a little, you know, dance, but he was, it was all business for my man. He did just do the walk off. Like he just hit a grand slam. Like that's a bad right? man right there. That is just a bad man. Like so, who is that under there? Like what, what, who he, is that man? Who right? didn't, shouldn't he be playing the game right now with us? Right. Hey, but we we look good, man. It was a uh, a very symbolic shot right there for I think the new direction that the team is headed. Definitely. Um, you know, my biggest thing with with our local sports teams is just a team that I can be proud of. of you course. know, to watch because we're that here. Plays hard. We're right. here. We're not going anywhere. Correct. And we want to support whoever our team is locally. And I just want to see them play hard, and, and that's what they've been doing the last three games. You can so. call them the Bobcats. You can call them the Hornets. You can call them the Swarm. I don't care what you call them as long as they win games. Red jacket, green jacket, man. That's it. <laughs> For me, it's a color. Right. That's it. Here, Here's where I got depressed, though. Oh. I got a little depressed. Okay. Am I hopeful for the Hornets now? Yeah, three games. I'll take it. It's early. Not necessarily in the season, macro perspective. There's always next year. We're making moves. Sure. We'll keep going. Right. I scrolled down my timeline just a couple, you know, clips later. Right. What do I see? Steph Curry. From the tunnel. Yeah. Now that guy. Heaving the ball. Right. He's got a bright future in mascot. <laughs> Swish. From the tunnel. Right. And I and so he I does have, that like every game. I yeah, have to adjust crazy. my perspective. Right. Are we going to NBA championship this year? I don't know if mathematically that's possible. I, I don't know if we are a championship caliber team, but boy, has it been, because I've been to several games. And since the, my biggest problem was, you know, just lack of energy, you know, defensively. Let me feel or, something. Right. Just lack of energy. And now it seems like, you know, we got some new guys, Grant Williams. Um, I think our buddy Joe described it best. He's got some grumpy in him, mm. you know, and we, we just need a grumpy. We need to be a little more grumpy on mm. defense, active hands. So it's just nice watching us play, play hard. And we beat, uh, you know, pretty solid Hawks team. So that was what I was excited about, too. At the end of the game, Battle of the South. Battle of the South. There's yep. like a pig trophy or yeah, something. Yeah, pig involved? trophy. It goes back and forth, but it seems to stay in Charlotte nowadays more because I went to the opening game, mm. which was also against Atlanta. And um, yeah, we won that one. Is Atlanta like our. Because this is where I'm going to show where how much I've been making this. I'll say all rival. Up. You can say rival. Okay. Yeah, so, I like. But that. are we in the same conference division? Whatever. I like, believe so. Yeah, I think it's like the southeast. So like battling for playoff, Hawks are relevant in the conversation. Sure, 100. Uh, percent So this is it weird or is it okay that it's the same thing with the Panthers and Atlanta and then now? Not Hornets weird. I think that's we're okay. Okay. Geographically yeah. makes sense. Makes everything easier. You okay. Know I mean? yeah. So same city battles. Correct. Coordinating. I like hotels. It. Right. All that makes its food. I wish that the Hawks and Pan- or the Falcons Panthers had a little trophy. I like trophies. Well, we had the uh, old mountain jug. Uh, App, App State, State does. Yeah. And Western Carolina. Yes. That, that was a thing for a long time. Right. Um, and I think, you know, it's not we don't play each other every season now that we've shifted right. conferences. But when we do play that rivalry still exists. Rivalries are healthy. Uh, not all rivalries are healthy. 
I mean, okay. some, some can get out of control. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> As with anything, yeah, too much. Too much of anything. <laughs> yeah, never good. Is yeah. not a good thing. Right. Uh, but there's plenty of good things throughout the day today. We've got Jeff with iCats going to be calling in shortly. RideiCats.com, alternative transportation. We also have Woodlawn School from Mooresville in talking about Steam Fest. Let's go. Steam Fest 2024. I'm a big fan of science, technology, engineering, mathematics. It's all I, around us. I thought it was only STEM, but they've added the A. And I like it. I'm not mad at it. Right. We're going to talk about Steam Fest 2024 going on for Woodlawn School in March. March 24th from noon to 5. You can register steamfest.woodlawnschool.org. Again, we're going to have their crew. They got a gaggle here. We got students here. I don't know if we're going to have to sign the tardy passes or what, um, <laughs> but I I'll will. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not afraid to. I'll make to. one up right now. Yeah. Uh, we may have to sign a bunch depending on Jeff's traffic report. I don't know. <laughs> Greystone Lodge, G-R-A-Y, greystonelodge.com, High Country Hotel, beautiful boutique hotel in Boone. They'll be joining us at 8.30, the 8 o'clock hour. 844-STUDIO-4. We'll have more Good Morning LKN coming up on 105.9, 100.7 WSIC. That morning pep talk for Lake Norman Statesville with Justin, Bill, and Mamie now on 105.9, 100.7 WSIC. Good morning, LKN. 7.18 on this little Friday. Hope you're doing well. Uh, Mamie's not here. She's coming back. She's in Chicago. She's going to come back. She will. Assuming the door doesn't fall off the plane. Di wait, I don't want to. Nope. Never mind. Uh, things are crazy out there. Let's find out how crazy. And by out there, I mean on the streets. And if you want to cruise on the streets, you need to do it with iCats. RideiCats.com, alternative transportation. $3 each day, each way to commute from Iredell County to the city of Charlotte. You can cruise in the HOV lane with Jeff. Jeff, good morning to you, sir. Good morning, Justin. Um, there's no accidents to report at this time. 77 northbound and southbound from Statesville to Charlotte. Traffic is getting heavier as the morning progresses. Uh, of course, there'll be the, the typical slowdowns in the Cornelius Huntersville area, so uh, be cautious there. As far as uh, secondary roads in Statesville, Mooresville, I've not heard of any problems this morning. So uh, we're, we're on our way to Friday, right? That's right. It's Little Friday today on to Big Friday tomorrow. Being Little Friday, that means that ICATS is going to Winston-Salem today for a dollar each way. Is that right, Jeff? That is. Uh, uh, you can schedule 48 hours in advance and uh, get an appointment in uh, Winston-Salem on Thursday. Uh, we'll gladly uh, pick you up at your house, take you to your appointment, and get you back home for a dollar each way. Door to door. You can't beat that. Jeff, we appreciate you. Glad to hear there are no accidents this morning, but everyone needs to pack those patient pants because we know how the bottlenecking works around Lake Norman. Jeff, we appreciate you. We'll check in with you at 815. All right. Have a good morning. You too. All right, I'm out of here. That's it. I'm done. I'm done with my report. I went everybody's head about the bird. It's time for the word of the day. What's the word? Word of the day. Today's word of the day brought to you by Merlefest. Merlefest, that's April 25th through the 28th, 2024, up there at Wilkes Community College, right? Yeah, uh, Wilkes Community College, uh, looking like a good lineup. 
Absolutely, absolutely. See you there. Merlefest. Uh, today's word of the day is panacea. 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 It's not deft? Not deft. I, not I had deft. deft. Yesterday. Oh. Yeah, yesterday. It's word of the day. Today. Today's not word of yesterday. Word. Different word. Yeah, but we should. Same word? Nope, different word. Different word. Panacea. Panacea. Oh, almost read the definition. Would you like to hear a sentence? Panacea. Panacea, panacea. For those following along at home, we're dealing with a noun here. P-A-N-A-C-E-A. -A. So no conjugations allowed on a noun. Well, Mamie ain't here. Panacaceous. Hey now. All right, let me get a sentence. You're getting creative. <laughs> His mother's affection was a panacea whenever the teen had a bad day at school. Can you repeat that one one more time? Oh, absolutely. His mother's affection was a panacea whenever the teen had a bad day at school. Comforting. Comforting? You're, ooh, you're actually flirting with it there, pal. Ooh. I like uh, that. Uh, um, soothing. You're pretty close. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read one more sentence okay. here. Okay, all right. Although often sought, there is no single panacea for happiness. Rather, it is a combination of various factors and perspectives. No equation. No no set rule. No. Mm, you're getting further. No crustaceousness. No. 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 Too far. Too far gone. But and I, soothing was probably my best. My best guess. Yes. So the definition of panacea is a remedy for all ills or difficulties. I wasn't even close at all. You were just making me feel good. Well, you were, you were getting there. A remedy. Yeah, remedy. Remedy is okay. I can just say yeah. remedy. Sure. Hey, remedy, yeah. For all ills or difficulties. Mm. I find certain things provide panacea. Mm. Mm. <laughs> that's it. Ah, that's what it is from the cup. The, the coffee lips. is very deft at acting oh! like a panacea. Serving as a... Serving as it's not. There's no acting. Serving about as it. a panacea. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Let me. My friend, I didn't deserve that. You did. You did two together. All as right. One. I deserve to hit it again. <laughs> okay. Did I hit both of those? Yeah. Mixed emotions. Yeah, we'll call it mixed big emotions. Thumbs. All right. We had a good conversation <laughs> yesterday. Uh, it was Valentine's Day. Did you survive? Okay. Did you make it out of it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. I thrived. I guess in it should opinion. be celebrated. It shouldn't be one that like daunting. And I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and it is never. Um, no. But I guess I'm not the one you have to ask now that I think about it. What do you mean? I mean, you should probably ask Grace if I did Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Because yeah. right. that's the, yeah. Right. That's the metric. That's sure, I think true. I did well. Yeah. <laughs> I hit it out of the park. Yeah, I'm Hugo from Half Court. Come brought, on, man. Brought the generic gift card home. <laughs> brought the cliche gift basket that That's I got it. at the front of Harris Teeter. Right. That's, I, I knocked it out of the park with the with the Harris Teeter brand chocolate. Right. You know, it was good. No, well, they're pricier on Valentine's Day, you know, so I just wanted to spend the big bucks. Go today and look at the 99% off table. That's okay. what you want to do. Will do. Yeah. Say, hey, <laughs> hey, babe, let's let's do something unique in our house. Let's celebrate Valentine's Day on February 15th. Right. Then we can really make Tomorrow's it. Tomorrow's my mom's birthday. Is it really? Yeah. Happy birthday. Yeah, early. No, I'm just kidding. I made it out okay myself. Um, actually, uh, won the card battles. Uh, Demi's really big on the cards. And and so I actually nice. uh, succeeded in that. And, and not that there was a competition. Sure. But it just felt nice to right. have a card because she loves the cards. And I wanted to do it for her. Right. Now, that's a... Uh, do you, are you cool it's with giving, giving up no. your... 
your fishing hole? Where'd you get your card from? Oh, uh, well, oh, I think I told you the story. Uh, so I go to Publix. Oh, okay. And I'm walking around. I'm thinking I'm the only guy left. This I was see. actually the yes. 13th. Okay, I did the yeah. day before. Good man. Found on the card aisle that, you know, you got the one section for Valentine's Day. And then I'm looking for the four wife funny. Okay. And I, and there's another gentleman there. And I'm, so I'm hiding behind my balloon while he's taking right, his sweet right. time. Uh, but then like, you know, the day goes on. Valentine's Day, it's one, it's a great holiday, but we we got to continue on in life. There's, sure. there's always gonna be another holiday. There's always gonna be another event too. Indeed. You know, there's always you went to the Hornets game last night. Yep. You're, for all you know, you're gonna be hanging out with the Prince of Abu Dhabi one day. You, sure. you just never know. You never know who you're gonna be in the room with. So I started thinking to myself, how are you supposed to act at these things? Right? Because we're all different. We all have different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. When I walk into a room, I need to know how should I be acting at these parties? Sure. You and Mamie do a really good job keeping me centered okay you guys do an excellent job keeping me grounded Mm. the things you don't see in the day are when i leave from here and i have to go into other people's rooms Ah. and i don't have that sound voice inside the old noggin here telling me justin tone it down justin tone it down see that's nice (laughs) when it it works that way so i wanted to do some exploring and, and some research okay how am i supposed to act at parties or events i think this transcribes both and so, so there's some rules <laughs> how to act here. right. Yeah, like how, how can I do this? <laughs> how to be a decent guy? All right, let's hear. It. So I got some tips here, uh, and and the number one tip, I feel like it's a softball. It gets us into the equation. Makes sense. Number one tip: read up on the etiquette. Okay, that's what I'm doing. That's what you're doing. I'm trying to re- win. I will take it. Yeah. Uh, never arrive early are one of the etiquette tips. I find that contradictory to what I've been taught in life. Yeah, I don't know about that one. I've been told if you arrive on time, you're five minutes late. Right. If you're five minutes early, you're on time. Yeah. So that one I, I kind of questioned, but that's okay. When eating at a dinner table, eat at the same speed as everyone else. Oh, wow. That's thoughtful. You want to avoid finishing much sooner or later than the other guests. All right. That literally goes against everything I probably do. Y- Later is not the problem for me. Right. I fall into the earlier category. Correct. I'm been done. Because if the if the food is good, right. Now I'm ready for conversation. Sweetie, grab the check. I'm gonna wait in the car. <laughs> do not put your elbows on the table when people are eating. This one I do know. I have I have caught myself a few times. Here's where I, I question that and I will make an exception. This is a personal just an exception to the elbows on the table rule. The food is done. The table has been cleared, and now we're just chatting. We're just down to business. Right. I'm right here one-on-one. Yeah, now I think maybe that differs because we're done. Right. The right. plates, so I think again, plates you, are cleared. Right. We've, we've entered a different stratosphere of I'm party. Pu- I'm yeah. pulling out my fidget spinner. I'm back in my mind, right? right? I'm at the table entertaining. I don't know about the fidget spinner. Ben Daniels is doing magic tricks, right? That's where we're at. With oh, boy. Uh, show enthusiasm if your host suggests an activity. Okay. Participation points. Right. Who wants to do the dishes? Hey! I'll help. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I didn't get a lot of enthusiasm there. <laughs> there was a lot. I was, right, I was right, trying to contain right, right, it. It's right. really, really yeah. it. So, so if we go back to the never arrive early, well, what should be the arrival time then? Okay. Because if you, if you arrive late, is that okay? Is fashionably late still a thing out there? I think it depends on who you are, but. This is where the expert level skill, I think, has to come into play. I think it depends on who the host is of the party. Uh, Okay. 
Because yep. like if it's Demi's party, right, you better be on time. Right. You better be. She yeah, said parties from 2 to 3.30. Come we, on. <laughs> we have one of the biggest struggles we have uh, for whatever reason, which is just funny, is church on Sunday mornings. We have one of the hardest struggles of leaving the house on time. I've got it down to where I can get from our house in Cornelius to Huntersville at church in about seven minutes. Don't tell Huntersville and Cornelius Police Department this, but I can make that route in about seven minutes. It's quite impressive. Um, might go pro at some time. So what is a good time? Here's what this, this website says is an okay time. I will not share this with Demi. Um, she would not be happy with this. But again, depending on the host. A safe time to arrive at a party, 30 minutes after the set time. 30 minutes? I mean, on a two-hour birthday party, that's, a, that's 25%. You can't be doing that. Yeah, I don't know about that. That so, seems pretty comfortable. So again, check with your host. Right. Hey, you said the party starts at six. What time do you actually want me there? Right. Uh, <laughs> okay, greet the host and ask for introductions. Find, seek out the host. That's this is party. good advice. Seek out the host. Hey, thanks for inviting me. Right. Just wanted to say, hey, I'll let you go about your business. Right. I do like that one. I practice that rule. I do like that rule. Uh, bring some food and drink to the party. Okay. Questionable. Last time I brought deviled eggs. Might not do that again. Right. Mm. Wear or carry something attention-grabbing. Attire matters. So. It's your personality, yeah. Little, little That's where you can, you know, let your personality really break I like through. That. Woodlawn School up next, talking about Steam Fest 2024. We'll have more Good Morning LKN coming up on 1059 100.7 WSIC. Now, back to more of Good Morning LKN with Justin, Bill, and Mamie on 1059 100.7 WSIC. Good Morning LKN, 734 on this little Friday. Thanks for joining us. We've got Steam Fest in here, Woodlawn School, steamfest.woodlawnschool.org. I've got Royce, I've got Lily, I've got Anna, I've got Shauna. I also have a Lee out there in the lobby who's hiding and not coming on the radio today, but we appreciate him being here as well. Steam Fest. I always thought it was just STEM. Where did the A come from? Or has the A always been there? So we wanted to add the arts aspect of it to engage with more students and integrate a visual aspect into our um, STEM topics. And that's Lily who's talking right now. Lily, you have been at Woodlawn. Are you, you, you're the first to go all the way through K-12 at Woodlawn. Is that right? Yes. Did you get a trophy? I don't know. Not yet. The, uh, she needs gonna, a trophy. Yeah, yeah well, she one. needs a trophy. That's awesome. And then Anna, you've been at Woodlawn for six years? Yes. And Royce, you've been there for 10? Yeah, I came halfway through third grade, so... Wow. So were all of you from Mooresville or where are y'all from? Um, I'm from Mooresville, yeah. From Mooresville? Um, I'm from the Caribbean, but I moved here from Miami. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I'm from California. Ah, uh, Cali. Okay, nice. Do you guys like Woodlawn? Is it cool? I absolutely love it. I love it. Woodlawn, yeah. Yeah? yeah? yeah. What's your favorite part about Woodlawn? Um, when I was in 10th grade, uh, I'm a soccer player. So uh, for three months, I went to a soccer academy in Spain. And the school completely worked with me every way that I needed to be able to make sure I was getting my education while I was there. So they really just do everything that they can to make sure that you have the best experience possible. So I could not imagine going anywhere else. Lily, how about you? You've been there longest. So what's your, what's your yeah. favorite part? Yeah, mine's probably the project-based learning and the student-oriented 
learning as well. Um, we get to explore our own subjects. We can start our own clubs to learn about um, our interests. Anna? Um, I also really like the project-based learning. I think a lot of people also get kind of like it's shocking to hear that our school is so small, but by being so small, it's giving me so many more opportunities than I would have had at a bigger school. So like I direct the school plays and I'm also editor of the journalism like newspaper. And if our school was any bigger, I don't think it would have been as um, reasonable for me to be doing both of those things. That's a lot. Yeah. And that like because our school is so small they're able to accommodate students to what they want to do and it has helped me so much with what i want to do in the future and understanding the things that i like and the things that i'm passionate about bill uh the so bill and i went to high school together we went to hopewell uh cms oh, in Huntersville. big school uh yeah. bill uh these guys are super more mature than we were at their I age. I was literally just saying that to Lee. I was just saying that. Yeah. So much more mature. Yeah, so very impressed. So let's talk about Steam Fest. I am a big fan of science, technology, engineering, mathematics. Art is cool as well, though you know I'm not the next Picasso. Although I think some of my paintings look like Picasso when I do some finger painting. It's pretty darn good. Uh, Steam Fest. Who who of you three wants to start with what Steam Fest is? Lily, is it? Are you the head of Steam Fest as well? Yeah, I'm the student volunteer coordinator. Oh, let's go, yes. Lily. Come on. All right, tell us about Steamfest. <laughs> so Steamfest is a annual celebration at Woodlawn School of Science, Technology, Engineering, Arts, and Mathematics. And we bring over 100 activities to families in the area um, to, for all ages to um, participate and learn more about STEM activities. STEM topics. And so it is happening March 24th. Yes. Is it at the school? Is it happening yes. at Woodlawn? Mm -hmm. So who can attend Steamfest? Anyone who wants to. Anyone in the area who can get there. Um, like I could come yes. there. Yeah. I'm allowed to come to Steamfest. Yep. Are All you ages. sure? You don't want, you want me, you're, I'm allowed to come? Of course. What am I going to As long as you behave yourself. I'm yeah. going to try. Bill will have to accompany me. What is, what is it that people are going to be doing at Steamfest? Um, so, like I said, hands-on activities, for example, we've had people from uh, Central Piedmont, um, Davidson College, and uh, UNC Charlotte who have had booze, and we'll show people um, STEM activities. And, uh, for example, we've had uh, from CCPC, we've had this guy named Dennis Leakey. He was an engineer, and he brings these really cool robot arms that Ooh. you can play tic-tac-toe with. Very cool. So, yeah, a lot of interesting activities like that. I, in, in school, math I liked, right? Because I was good at it. So, you know, you like naturally what you're good that at. Was, right? That's me. Okay, nice. Yeah. Science, though, was not my thing. Like, I don't want to tell you about chemistry. I didn't do too good in chemistry. That's Lily uh, and I have yeah. some experience with that. Okay. I did better in chemistry, I think, than I did in Japanese. Different conversation <laughs> for a different day. Of the STEAM, what's y'all's favorite subject in STEAM? So, mine's definitely mathematics. Uh Woodlawn has helped me get on like a fast track with math. So that's been a really great experience. Um, like calculus? Yes. Uh, but Damn. I definitely think that engineering out of the Steam Fest topics is my favorite just because some people have some really awesome exhibits. Um, as she mentioned, like the robot arms with tic-tac-toe. Um, my parents put on a, a booth uh, demonstrating high-intensity focused ultrasound, which is like Whoa. really fast uh, sound waves that can like vaporize things. So that was a really cool exhibit to watch. <laughs> Let's um, go. <laughs> but I definitely think that engineering is the one that has the coolest like articles that they demonstrate. Okay. Lily? Yeah, mine's probably math or like you said, bio and chemistry. Lily, yeah. if I were to put an equation on the board, 
would you be able to solve it? Yes, do you think? she yeah. would. She probably. would be able yes, to. Yes, she would. I hope so. <laughs> okay. Anna could do your She's taxes. She's carrying well. me through AP Bio. Oh. <laughs> okay, Anna, and yours. Uh, the arts. Okay. Yeah. What aspect of art, though? Because I was reminded, music is also art yes. too. So I think that the hands-on aspect of learning is so important, and I believe that through the arts, you can do any subject project-based. Like even in AP Bio, when we or like any class, really, if we're doing things that I'm working with my hands to create a molecule or something like that, though, it's not like really considered art. I think it's part of it. I'm also super into journalism. That's my um, future major. And I love musical theater, the behind the scenes of all those kinds of things. So I would definitely say the art aspect yeah. of that. Woodlawn is also really like the project-based learning and incorporated learning, it's very art-focused. Yes. One of the biggest projects in high school is in ninth grade. We learn about ancient Rome, and we do a building Rome project. So you take something from ancient Rome and you build it. Uh, and there was one student that made like a scale, perfect scale model of the Colosseum, and it's still sitting in one of the classrooms. Like it was And it was incredible. out of toothpicks or something like that. He like spent crazy. something like 17 hours just breaking the toothpicks to get them the right size. Yeah. So it was something. So things like that might not feel like it's traditional art, like we're not painting or necessarily composing music or things like that, but it's incorporated in every single one of our classes. I, I did something similar in high school. I made a castle out of my mashed potatoes. <laughs> it did not last longer than bee lunch. But beyond that, um, a lot of great things going on. All right, Steam Fest happening Sunday, March 24th. So admission's free. Yes. It does not cost yes. anything to come to the event. No. But you have to register. Yeah. There's uh, capacity. You can register. You can register. Yes, we suggest registering. Okay. Um, it's easier to get in. There's less check-in, but uh, you don't have to. You're welcome to come in any time. I will say Probably. parking can be a bit of a pain. Yes. Oh. Um, yeah. We're not a school designed Definitely. for a lot of people, but we do get some hordes at Steam Fest. Yeah, we yeah. have some satellite it's, parking. Oh. Yes. We have shuttle vans usually, so it is accommodated, but it's 100% like 10 times bigger than the biggest activities we have on yeah. campus. So I think that's also one of the really fun aspects of it is we never see that many people sharing our school and we have such a beautiful campus and such a like small student body so seeing all those people there is really awesome woodlawn is 63 acres of pure outdoors oh so it's a beautiful campus people people get to walk yeah is is the whole school involved in steam fest yes. or yes most the students can volunteer at booths or have their own booths like we have two students doing like a baking booth and Ooh. like a henna booth is is baking art or what does that fall into? Or I'm math? not sure how or she's going to tie it in, but she's really a, excited. I bet science. I, I guess it would be. There's some yeah. science. Gastro measuring sciences, in that. I feel like yeah. it could be both. It's so like it could be art and science. sciences. You throw food in the mix, you get me there to any event y'all want. I can promise <laughs> yeah. you that. All right, Lily, uh, you're leading this charge. You've been at Woodlawn the longest more than any. Have you been there longer than anybody? Like not even students, like staff too? Who's been there longer there than you? There is one, two teachers who have been there longer. Are you yes. going to be like headmaster one day? Is it headmaster? <laughs> oh, do you guys a principal? What do you guys call it? Uh, we we yeah. do call it a principal. Yeah. Okay. Uh, or yeah, something like that. But um, we actually just recently did uh, senior superlatives, and Lily is most likely to inherit the secret woodland fortune. <laughs> oh. So okay. Yeah. Was she spoiler? supposed to know that, or was that spoiler? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was not aware right of that. There. Oh, break! Let me okay. hit. <laughs> there we go. So there, that's an exciting award. Yeah. What's the what's so you've done this now for how many years have you done Steam Fest? So I started Steam Fest. I can't exactly remember when. It was sometime in middle school when it was a private event called Science Day. Um, 
So I did a herpetology booth with the Davidson Herpetology Lab. What's herpetology? Um, reptiles and amphibians. Nice. Yeah. So I started then and then in 2019 we opened to the public and so that was our first like large event having like 500 600 people there so that was crazy and then during um 2020 we had a virtual year um and we did some online activities from like countries all over the world and then yeah we opened in the past three years for the public and brought even more activities What's the support from like the teacher system? So my wife's a teacher. She teaches kindergarten. What What's it, the support side like for you guys in creating and working through Steamfest from the teacher side? Do they kind of just tell you guys, hey, run with the ball or or what is that like that relationship? Um, there's tons of participation from the teachers. They all do booths um, relating to STEM, even bringing like English and history into it. Um, yeah, they, yeah. The best thing about the small size of Woodlawn is that all of the teachers know the students. And they all have time for the students, so you're not dealing with 90 kids each year. You're dealing with maybe 12 maximum. So you can go to a teacher. They know you intimately. They know your family. They know everything about you. And they will help you do whatever you need to do to get set up. Steamfest Woodlawn, we're coming back. Stay where you are. There's more Good Morning LKN with Justin, Bill, and Mamie on the way from 105.9 100.7 WSIC. Local starts here. They're back. More of Justin, Bill, and Mamie now. It's Good Morning LKN from WSIC. Local starts here. Good Morning LKN, 748 on this little Friday. Hanging out with some people who like, you may think like age-wise a little, but I, I, I'm I learning right now. I'm, I'm actually, I feel like I'm back in high school. I'm hanging out with the cool kids right now. Steam Fest is going on. Woodlawn School putting on their 2024 Steam Fest Sunday, March 24th from noon to five. It's a free event for anyone, but you want to register because they will cap the space. Over 2,000 attendees last year. So who knows how many, because you know the place has been growing. Y'all have been here a while. Do y'all like the change that's happening around Lake Norman? What you think about all this growth, all these people, all these places to eat, things to do? What do y'all think? Do y'all care about that at y'all's age? Or what do you think about that? I definitely think that it's it's a mixed bag. Uh not not the biggest fan of like overpopulated areas. I remember being able to like walk around Burkdale and just be the only people there. But it is kind of fun to, you know, see people hanging out, having fun. I'm a big fan of the ice rink, even though I've not been able to go yet, which I'm still very mad about. But At Burkdale? Yeah. Oh, it's gone. Yeah, I know. It, 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 <laughs> oh, you meant in general, like you haven't gone yet. It, yeah, no, I really wanted to, and I just couldn't yeah. find anyone to go with. So. Oh. <laughs> Oh, you were trying to, oh, never mind. We'll skip that for now. My gosh, sorry. Well, that's a different show, Royce. All right, Anna and Lily, uh, talk to me about um, with Steamfest day of. People are going to be able to do and see the vendors and all that. But when I get there and I find my parking at the satellite parking, let's say, are you shuttling me? Are you shuttling yes. me to the campus? Yes, yes. Okay, that's good. And then I check in. What yes. am I doing? Am I a free-for-all walking around picking and choosing, or is there times for like certain things to happen during the day? What's that like? Um, it's pretty much a free-for-all. There's uh, activities all over the campus. You can go to whichever ones um, interest you the most. So up, up where our elementary school typically is are more um, kid-oriented things like fairy houses and some other science and art activities. And then down in the um, village square is a... Uh, like kind of artisan shop and some other activities so you can shop around there and then we have a big giant red barn which is filled with like 50 activities um, and you can basically just explore those at your own leisure. 
which booth has you most excited for this year? Are you doing a booth? I am not doing a booth. Okay. I typically run around during the you event trying to make those. sure. Yeah, yeah it goes the person smoothly. with the clipboard walking around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, mine's probably, I love neuroscience. So I really like the neuroscience booths. They bring like slabs of brain and brains in jars. It's really cool. Do you want to be a neuroscientist? Is that what you want yeah, to do? Yeah, I do. You really do? Yeah. Do you want to like, you like dissect brains or do you want to do like medical surgery? Medical surgery, yeah. Are you trying to be a doctor? Yeah. yeah. Are you going to, have you applied to school? I would assume, are you a senior? Yes. Have you, what schools are you looking at? Um, I think UNC is my um, top one, but. No, no question about it. No question, no. But Tar Heel really here. good. <laughs> that's okay i don't have a fight i went to app state so i don't have a i don't have a dog in the i, I was going for the unc duke battle mm-hmm. do, do your friends talk about that oh duke? all the time yeah yeah we have a couple of friends or like past students going to both yeah mm-hmm. so it's usually pretty funny debate yeah okay so we've got yeah. journalist we've yes. got neuroscientist pilot <laughs> solid this really is a steam fest kind of room right here you guys yeah. are diverse as far as what yeah. you even want to do and are you looking for schools at this point? Are you a junior, senior? I'm a senior. Okay, so what you um, looking at? I am 99.9% going to the University of Notre Dame. She just has to make sure she likes Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> it gets cold there, doesn't it? Yeah, um, that's the 1%, but I don't think much is going to change that. I don't see myself getting into any schools that I want to go to more than that. Okay. How about you, Royce? Uh, I'm going to Hamilton College, which is in Clinton, New York, right outside of Schenectady. What okay? Is that a private school? Or uh, yeah, a... very very small uh, liberal arts private school where he will be playing soccer. Ah, so it's the soccer that's drawing you there for. Uh, for it's now. the soccer. It's the education. It's the people, and the campus is gorgeous. Yeah, so it kind of checks all my boxes. So you guys have been here in the local area for a while. Uh, now, kind of the preparedness. Obviously, Woodlawn is exceptional in the way it prepares you for the future and for for what's to come. Are you guys excited about kind of venturing off beyond Woodlawn now at this point, which is okay as a senior, right? You're allowed to be okay with that. Or are you nervous about leaving or how are y'all feeling about that? Because we're about, we're in the second semester. We're in the last semester of the, of the school year. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely nerve wracking and it's sad. Like I feel sad to leave, but I'm really excited to like move on to those next stages and get to do the things that college is going to offer. Yeah, I think, and also Woodlawn, the thing that we hear from every single uh, alumni that will come to like an alumni panel, they always say that they are the person in their classes most prepared to yeah. interact with teachers just because we're so used to constantly being able to have conversations with our teachers. They're not dealing with that many people that Woodlawn students are the people that are going to get up, walk down to the front of the classroom, yeah. introduce themselves, ask any questions. They're not just going to sit in the back and kind of get forgotten. So we're always the ones that are going to kind of excel in the first little bit where everyone else is still trying to figure out how do I email a professor? Yeah. And I think most of us are leaving pretty confident in our like in our abilities to do college. So I don't think it's nervous for what's to come. I think it's more bittersweet of like what we're leaving behind. But I think we're all pretty confident in going into it. Yeah, I agree. How about you, neuroscientists? I know you got some <laughs> things on your mind. Yeah, it's it's re- it's very nerve wracking because I've been at Woodlawn my whole life, but I think it's really prepared me and all of us for um, college and balancing our coursework and having a good work or school life balance. And and obviously, Woodlawn is very geared toward the individual approach, right? Like each of you individual is being able to explore and find that. Let me ask you this. So I had left App State after growing up here in Lake Norman area, came back here, love it here. Do you ever want to come back or are you all like in your minds right now, like we're going to go off and see you later? See you later. 
for me. I think my parents own the Davidson Village Inn, so they are kind of tied down here for a while until pretty much they retire. So I know I'll be coming back here, but I don't necessarily see myself living here. Not that I don't love the people here. Like I definitely want to come back here. I'm a I'm a snow kind of person, so Cornelius doesn't really doesn't really do that for me. Yeah, our snow counter is at like 296 days. I yeah, think, I think we're on a, like snow. a two year drought. Two year. Oh, so sorry, like 600 days, not yeah. not 200. I'm yeah, off. my math's off a little bit. I rounded my, down. Not my favorite place at the moment, yeah. but how about you, Lily? Yeah, I'm definitely, I mean, I want to come visit a ton. I probably will come back to Woodlawn and see some old friends and teachers a lot, but I probably want to move up north like Royce. Because of the snow? Yes. Are you, You're a snow yeah. fan as well. Yes, I'm, I want more snow. And I, I like the city the aspect. Snow. You don't yeah. want any snow. <laughs> I want snow, but I don't want super long winters. I think after four years in India and I'll be ready. Man, and it's going to go chill in Miami on the beach. Yeah, I kind of want to go like very far, like to Europe. Oh, like so, worldwide. Yeah. worldwide. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. That's cool. If that, if that's a bad or, or back to Miami. Okay. Well, I've been praying for snow for a long time, so I hope we get it very soon here locally. Steam Fest is going on March 24th, noon to 5. That's a Sunday. Woodlawnschool.org. You can register. You should register because there is a cap on capacity. Last year, over 2,000 attendees. What a great opportunity. I registered. So while we were sitting here during the break, I registered. Real easy process. So I did for me. I did uh, my wife, Demi. I did Noah, my five-year-old son. Emmy, my three-year-old daughter. So we're going to come around. Lily, if I see you with the clipboard walking around, <laughs> just don't act like you don't know me, okay? Like, I know how this works. I'll sit by myself at lunch or something. I know how all this works, guys. Does Woodland, do you guys bring your own lunch to school? Yes. Ooh, yeah, it's, it's yeah. kind of complicated. We don't really have a cafeteria. But uh, we have hot lunch. Yeah. So they do have like a, a catering service uh, where like you have to order online sure. uh, beforehand. But uh, it's definitely, yeah, bringing something is usually the best way to go. Okay. What's been your favorite class this year? Because you're all seniors. So what's been your favorite class this year? And then we'll go the inverse of that. What's your least favorite class of the year Ooh, as well? Some teachers are not going to yeah. be there. <laughs> don't worry about uh, them. I'll take care of that. Don't I'll, worry about I'll go with the easiest class uh, or my favorite not class. Easiest. Easiest <laughs> favorite, not easiest. Easiest is not what I said. Favorite I class. Say favorite class uh, has definitely been uh, my AP Spanish language class, just because my pref uh, teacher has been oh, so relaxed this that's year. Um, we have had, obviously we've been getting our work done. Uh, but we've had so much fun. Uh, we're actually all in the class together. We've had so much fun with it. Um, so that's definitely been my favorite so far. Nice. Anna? Um, can it be an elective? <laughs> of course. <laughs> if, I did. if it was a core class, I would say um, AP Spanish as well. I think it's been the most well-paced class, I would say. I didn't feel like I'm overwhelmed all the time. Um, but I think my electives are really fun. I'm in musical theater directing and journalism and it's two things that i really enjoy doing so have I, you done things with davidson's theater and mooresville's children's theater at all any of those? no okay. we have used some of the same theaters but that's about the okay. extent of that okay lily mine's definitely ap calc favorite that's and your favorite class yeah you were so in ap bio but uh her the <laughs> yeah. only other student in her ap calc class would not agree with AP her bio? <laughs> I like the STEM fields. I'd much rather be like suffering in those classes than like. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, than like reading. Okay, let's go inverse. Ooh. AP Bio. Oh, okay, AP Bio. <laughs> Easy decision for me. I would, yeah, I would not survive AP yeah. Bio. I tried. So I they could. won't let me drop it. Okay. <laughs> uh, see, unfortunately, I don't, I can't, I don't really have a least favorite class. However, um, I, I'm, uh, I already did all my math credits, so I'm now 
teaching math classes, and I will say that my least favorite class to teach um, is the sixth graders. Oh my god, Roy! Because <laughs> they um, they make really strange uh, drawings of me, which I I tell them I like, <laughs> just for the record. However, they are a little sketchy. <laughs> we won't go into detail on that. Lily, how about you? I'm not sure I have a least favorite course. Um, probably least favorite homework load would be AP English. But I like the class itself because I like the discussions that we have. But there is a lot of homework for that one. Right. Yeah. We've been hanging out with Lily, Royce, and Miss Shauna, you want to say anything? You've been, Ms. Shauna's been hanging out the corner over here, by the way, too. She acts like I forgot about her, but I didn't. You but, well, I'm communication. You're I'm, in communication. I'm all about being back in. Y'all are pretty cool. Y'all do it pretty cool so. over here at Woodlawn. This ain't bad. Woodlawn.org, Steamfest 2024. Uh, going on Sunday, March 24th. Register online, woodlawnschool.org, noon to five on Sunday, March 24th. I registered. So I'm going to bring Demi. Uh, I'm going to bring Noah. I'm going to bring Emmy. We'll walk around. We're going to check out all the vendors. What a great opportunity. This is a way for kids, and not just kids, really anybody, to get involved in things. Like this is the practical side, right, of learning. You can sit and read a textbook and hear all these things, but until you apply it practically, it's very hard to get a grasp on it. So very cool for Woodlawn to, to be doing this for you guys and for y'all yeah. to really do it yourselves because you guys are kind of running the show over here. These are the decision makers I'm sitting with at the table, <laughs> clearly. At least definitely the future decision makers. Thank you all for coming so much. Thank, Thank you. you. Woodlawnschool.org, Steamfest 2024, register today. That morning pep talk for Lake Norman Statesville with Justin, Bill, and Mamie now on 105.9, 100.7 WSIC. Good morning, okay, and 8.06 on this little Friday. Hope you're doing well. Thank you again to uh, Woodlawn School. They've got Steam Fest coming up. Steam Fest 2024, Sunday, March 24th, noon to 5. It is a free event, but uh, they do recommend registering because they will have capacity. Last year, they had over 2,000 attendees. A sharp group. Very impressed. Um, I, 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 I may move the barometer for uh, is the world going to survive based on the next generation, I will move it to uh, seems hopeful. Yeah. Seems hopeful. Optimistic. Yeah. So all the boomtangers out there can calm down. We're going to be okay. <laughs> we'll be all right. Uh, wanted to see uh, if there's anything of importance happening today. We always enjoy looking at the uh, national holidays going on. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. There's a few going on. Um, one that catches my attention, which is going to be no surprise. National I Want Butterscotch Day. Ooh, I love that. I Butterscotch, though? Like, I'm trying to think, like, okay, in my gut, I say, okay, it's sweet. I like it. But butterscotch? Am I choosing butterscotch anywhere I go today? Who? The last place you went that you can remember, actually remember. That's Grandma's Purse. <laughs> No doubt. <laughs> deep in the bag. <laughs> That's deep tracks. I'm in my bag like a butterscotch in grandma's purse. National Wisconsin Day. Shout out Wisconsin. Cheese? Big cheese. They do, um, they do uh, Bloody Mary's right too in, in Wisconsin. What? They're like whole meals. Yeah, they'll put like a whole rotisserie chicken in there. Inside of the Bloody Mary? Inside of the Bloody Mary. I've we'll have to go sometime. I, I'd first like to see a picture. And yeah, then. I believe it's in uh, Wisconsin, obviously, being a state. I believe if you go to, like, Madison, Wisconsin, or Milwaukee, 
You been to Milwaukee? I have not. Baxter's been there. He barked twice. Okay. Reference? Bark twice. Anchorman. He said, there it is. National Gumdrop Day. Now, that is also in Grandma's bag. <laughs> it's definitely in Grandma's That one might be in my bag. Hey, now. Gumdrops might be in my bag. National Flag of Canada Day. Nobody cares. Got it. National Marcus Day. I know a Marcus. I do know a Marcus. I think I know a couple Marcuses. I do, too. Several. M-A-R-C-U-S. Is there a variation on Marcus? Maybe you could throw a Mark. K- I mean, there's Mark. Right. Mark A? Mark with a K-U-S? Uh, but that seems... For Hollywood, I don't know. It's for the birds. You're right. Susan B. Anthony Day. She was a uh, civil rights leader. So okay. we can celebrate her today. Did you, did you, you've heard the name before. Yeah, I have heard the name. Susan B. Anthony Day is celebrated February 15th every year. Uh, the birth of Susan. So it's actually her birthday. Okay. She, but she, that was from a while ago. Okay, here's where uh, I wonder, is this all a conspiracy? We talked previously about the hippopotamuses. The hippopotamus of pablo escobar yeah my and guy. how he started was it Your four Are, well four is what he started with yes and now they're about 1500 no i think they're upper to about getting close to uh, man what was it i think they're like over 100 right now but it will quickly that will spiral out to might as well thousands. be 1500 correct yeah it's world hippo day today Hey, now. Is that authorization to shoot on site? Is that what World Hippo Day is about? I don't think so. Or is it about celebrating yeah, what man, they're doing? Yeah, man, let's selly the hippos. Hmm. I, Fantastic I, creatures. I think they're, 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 they're like one of the most violent creatures, aren't they, on the planet? Yes. Like per capita? Yeah, they're actually probably our biggest enemy in terms of like humans versus animals that sounds yeah but i don't like to be divisive so I, i'd right. like to celebrate them we're trying to you create peace yeah unite. sure unite yeah <laughs> put the put the people together right with the hippos <laughs> it's a necessary bond right given the we current need them, climate of they the world need us <laughs> i Maybe. saw there was a, a picture i saw one time and i tweeted it uh gm underscore lkn a hippo just crushing a pumpkin yeah. with its bare mouth. Right. Like it was nothing. Right. I thought Strong it was animals. I thought the I thought the mobsters used pigs because they eat like bones, so they throw the bodies in there. Okay. But maybe Pablo yeah. was on to something with hippos because they clearly can do damage. Will they eat us? I don't know. Right. They can clean up quickly. That's what I'm saying. Hmm. Probably great got- thought. <laughs> deep, deep. Uh singles awareness day. So mm. independent, but be mindful. Right. Be aware of the people that are single around you. Not everyone's coupled up. That's true. Is that a surprise that this comes the day after Valentine's Day? Like, hey, you guys got to celebrate couples, but let's not forget. Right. It should almost kind of be the same day as Valentine's Day. Because <laughs> you don't want to rub it in or anything like that, you know? Now, but then we, then, we, then we end up with the same kind of conversations we're dealing with now on like a national scale of, who do we have to give more feelings toward right now? Right. Sing, like single people, like we need to care about. It's like, it's like the homeless thing in, in Charlotte, right? I understand like the need to represent homeless people and, and make sure that, you know, we, we get resources, but defecating on the public street should not be allowed. Certainly not encouraged. Y- you can be single, but. Right. This is I think I know where you're going. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to walk a line right now, man. You are. Hey, you're doing great. Am I bud. doing okay? You're doing good, I, I man. Feel like I'm, I'm with you. Out here. 
There's a lot of other national holidays today. I don't know how to pronounce some of these things. International holidays. Oh, that's true. They are international um, international holidays. Yeah, some of these I... I... Take, a, take, a, take, a, take a whack at it, buddy. Well, do you want me to start with Liberty Day Afghanistan? You want me to start with that one? No, I got, um, a, I got a call. Save by the bell. <laughs> okay, so this is, this, is where, this is where this happens. 844-STUDIO-4. Typically now in the equation, Mamie's here. Uh, she's in Chicago, though. So, so you're left, you left your guy to his own devices here on this show. Many ways I can go right now. If you recall, if you've been a listener pre-2024, you know how deep the rabbit hole now can go. One of the things that I saw yesterday on my timeline, and my timeline might be unique. My timeline might be a little bit different than yours. I don't know what you look at. I don't know what the algo is putting in front of you. Remember, it's all being put in front of you for a particular reason. They're trying to sell you on something. However, unless you're going directly to the owner of the platform, and I'm referring to Twitter, aka X, again, the platform, not the substance, Elon. Elon tweeted yesterday, they have moved SpaceX, the incorporating state, from Delaware to Texas. It's a big company. Don't know what this means operationally for moves. I was telling them about Elon has moved SpaceX, the incorporating state, from Delaware to Texas. He actually did it. Because there was the whole drama, the, the judge, I don't oh, know yeah. you heard about yeah. this, he had a, a, an arrangement in Tesla. Right. That he if hit certain his things marks. happen, if certain things were occur, and this was voted on by the shareholders, he would get like, was it like a billion dollars? $10 billion? I think it was like 500 million, but yeah. It's a big number. Huge number, yeah. The judge said nah. Which doesn't feel right. Doesn't feel right. Also, if we're, if we're talking fair. And it's also super surprising because especially in law school, like we were always like talking about like Delaware is one of those states that there's a lot of companies that file in Delaware. Sure. For the for the benefit of being a business in Delaware based on the rules of the law. The but, taxes, yeah. But now you've got a judge doing things. And so is this is it end with Elon? It may start and end with Elon. Because not many companies are out here making deals like that. Right. Not many individuals are running organizations like his. Zuck probably is the next one, right? Maybe this whole Quest, Apple Vision Pro, sending out, uh, whatchamacallit? it? More Good Morning LKN with Justin, Bill, and Mamie is on the way from 105.9, 100.7 WSIC. Give us a call now at 844-STUDIO-4. It's Good Morning LKN on 105.9, 100.7 WSIC. Good Morning LKN, 818 on this little Friday. Usually the uh, the traffic barometer as the week goes on uh, gets wilder. However, this week was unique because there was cars on fire at one point and then also another accident. Uh Let's get a look at those streets. RideICats.com, alternative transportation. $3 each day, each way to commute from Iredell County down to the city of Charlotte. You can cruise in the HOV lane with Jeff. Jeff, how are the streets looking? Good morning, Justin. Uh, there's no accidents to report at this time. Uh, 77 southbound uh, around uh, Huntersville, uh, exit 25 and uh, exit 23. Uh, traffic is slowing down there a little bit, so just be cautious there. 
as you're getting into uh, uh, Charlotte uh, southbound uh, from about uh, Brookshire Freeway on into uh, downtown area. Uh, heavy traffic. It's moving, but it's a little slower. Uh, as far as 77 northbound, uh, traffic is slowing down around exit 23 in Huntersville. Uh, so just be careful there. Uh, as far as secondary roads in the Statesville, Mooresville area, I've not heard of any issues. So uh, just normally your typical slowdown areas. Uh, be cautious. We'll leave some extra room today. All right, Jeff. Glad to hear there are no accidents on the streets. We don't want to see cars on fire. We don't want to see that. And so if people pack their patient pants, better way to make that happen. We appreciate you, sir. We will talk to you tomorrow. Drive safe the rest of today, though. All right. Have a great day. You too, sir. RideICats.com, alternative transportation. $3 each day, each way to commute from Iredell County down to the city of Charlotte. Today's Thursday, ICAT's also going to Winston. Only a dollar to go to Winston each way. And they pick you up from your house. So if you go to Winston, you got some errands to do some running around. Uh, maybe you just want to take a group friend trip. Maybe you're going somewhere just for the day, like a day trip to Winston. Ride together, saves you on the carpool and the gas, all that kind of stuff. Kind of cool, unique opportunity. RideICats.com. At 8.30, we've got Ben McKeithen. He's going to be joining us. Ben McKeithen is the general manager of Greystone Lodge, G-R-A-Y, greystonelodge.com, located in Boone, North Carolina, a beautiful boutique hotel. As an App State alum, I continuously choose to go to Boone over Asheville. I know some of you like Asheville. I get it. But Boone is beautiful, too. And if you enjoy going to the high country, Boone is a great place. You want to stay somewhere that understands that it's not just about the stay. It's about the entire experience. So we're going to get a look with Ben. He's going to be joining us live on video stream. So if you're shout out to the IG Live family, also WSICnews.com, all the social platforms. We do stream live all of our local content. So you're going to be able to see where Ben is coming from today. Pretty special spot. So I'm excited to, uh, to let you know that. That'll happen at 830 curious to think of the upcoming travels. We move to springtime, right? It happens fast. We do get all four seasons here. You know, it's gonna be like 67 degrees today. I mean, it was nice yesterday. It was very nice. Gorgeous. But traveling will continue to pick up, right? We're gonna get back to it. I don't know if it's any slowed down for you at all during the winter season, Bill, because you're, you're a pretty heavy traveler. These yeah, you the and body in motion stays in motion. Cool places to go in North Carolina. Have you ever been to Biltmore? I actually have not been to Biltmore. I've been to Asheville and around that area so many times for various reasons. Um, still haven't made it up to the Biltmore, but on my to-do list for sure. And this is me giving love to those folks that like Asheville. Right. You know, Demi's from that area. Really, Canton is where she's from a little bit more west. Right. You're hitting your quota for the year. Yeah. More popcorn, Sutton, moonshine territory out mm -hmm. there. Uh, but Asheville and the Biltmore continuously come up. If you look on the internet, one of the best places to visit in North Carolina I would agree with that. It is a sweet house. Uh, I believe it was the Vanderbilts. Was it the Vanderbilts who built that one? That was their private home? Yes, I believe so. Yeah. It is the still, I believe, the largest privately owned residence in the United States. Mm. It's a big deal. Huge. It's still privately owned. Now, granted, they do tours. It is a business. There's right. not someone sleeping in there. Although, they're probably... Yeah. Maybe there's people sleeping in there. You gotta have somebody maintaining something. My recommendation always, if you've never been, two best seasons to go, uh, spring when the flowers are blooming. Okay. 
Beautiful. I like that logic, yeah. The trees, you can see the vast mountains around, you know, Asheville. Um, I, I'm assuming, is it the, it's the Appalachian Mountains. So there you go. Blue Ridge. Blue Ridge, all that. This other time, which actually, in my opinion, I like a little bit more probably because more maybe the relationship Demi and I and like, you know, what we like to do. Christmas time. Sure. They do all the Christmas trees. They do the decor. Mm -hmm. But what what are the things you, can you talk about Christmas anymore after Christmas? Like, you know, you Christmas in July. Like, that's a thing. People can do that. Sure. Am I allowed to still sing Christmas music when I'm traveling around? Well, it's funny you say that because... Yesterday, I think Nat had like a Christmas song stuck in her head. And she was like, I don't know why I have this song stuck in my head. Mm. And I said, I have no problem with it. <laughs> so you fall into the camp of, if you got it, sing it. Absolutely. Well, do you remember what the song, the Christmas song was? I, I cannot remember the name of the song. Jingle Bells. It wasn't that one. Batman Smells. A little more of a deep cut. Robin laid an egg. That is classic, man. <laughs> what a line. Yeah. Is that even possible? No. Humans don't lay eggs. Well, Robin could be talking about a bird. Double entendre. Double entendre. That's what makes it great. Wow. That's how. That's why it's stuck. <laughs> I, I started thinking about too. Okay, what are some other cool places that can be visited? Did you know that the world's largest frying pan is located in North Carolina? The world's largest frying pan. The world's largest frying pan. How big do you think it is? I don't know. Do you think it's as big as the table? Well, uh, you, in, in there? I think we can solve that. Uh, I put the link just up for you uh, there on the sheet. Let's, let's, let's take a look at this. Um, I, even if it is a large, quote-unquote, frying pan, I'm curious more so, I want to go see it when it's being used. Because if you're going to have a massive frying pan, I expect there to be uh, copious amounts of omelets made. Wow, this thing weighs two tons. 15 feet in diameter. And diameter is, you know, straight line across, edge to edge of a circle. Yes. 200 gallons of cooking oil this thing can hold. Talk about frying, you know, doing like a fish fry or something like that. It has the capacity to cook 365 chickens at once, dude. Are you serious? When are they doing that festival? Because I think we need to go. Duplin County. We need to go. I'm there. North Carolina does things, man. I'll, I'll BYOC. I'll bring my own chicken. This, this, and this frying pan, the location is, is convenient for all. It's right in the middle of town square. So you never even have to haul it around, move right. it. Ours <laughs> can be viewed at any time. <laughs> you can come anytime you want. Anytime. So if you're just passing through late at night, stop on in. Duplin County. Co-working space? Did you ever get involved in that at all? You're familiar with WeWork? Remember WeWork? Uh, I'm familiar with WeWork, yeah. So you could, you could have one office that is shared you can buy a membership in. Should we do this for like almost as a commercial kitchen, rent you a corner? Right, a little slice of the pie. Today, we're featuring coconut oil as our, our baking uh, base. I don't think base is the right term there in baking. So just one of the, the many attractions in North Carolina. You can, you can go to the Biltmore, the largest privately owned home in America, and then you can just travel right on over to Duplin County. Had a caller call in with a great idea. I bet you could fit a hippo in there. Some of the Colombian hippos, though. It's right. got to be Colombian. Right, ones that are not supposed to be around. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if... Are they... They're not endangered. Thanks to Pablo, they're not endangered anymore? I'm not sure, man. 
to be quite honest. I don't know if I could handle being around one hippo. Well, I mean, I could handle it. I wouldn't, I don't think I would jump into a cage. I did see on my timeline, this is kind of like, again, random things that I see on my timeline. Don't know about yours. There was a guy who jumped into a tiger cage thing and he could just hang out with him. He was wrong. <laughs> don't jump into the frying pan either. Don't, definitely don't do that. You go, you go trying to do that. You'll end up, uh, you'll end up hurt. We've got Jeff on line one. Jeff, good morning to you, sir. What you got for us? Good morning. Uh, 77 southbound uh, over Lake Norman, uh, just past uh, mile marker 29. There's been a three-car accident in the left-hand lane. Uh, police are not there yet. The traffic is backing up past Langtree, and it'll continue to back up. So uh, if, if you're uh, going 77 south from Mooresville to Cornelius, Huntersville, Charlotte, I would find uh, either an alternate route or uh, get in the HOV lane, the toll lane, uh, because otherwise you're going to be sitting on uh, 77. All right, Jeff. Thank you for that. 77 southbound mile marker 29, a three-car X accident in the left-hand lane. But as far as we know, HOV is still at least got some kind of flow going on, right? Yeah, HOV uh, does, but uh, it, don't don't try and attempt to go across on uh, the regular lanes there on 77 because it is backing up quickly. Uh, question, Jeff, too, for you. Side note, uh, you ever been to Duplin County, North Carolina? Dublin County? No, I haven't. What what part of the state is that? Uh, that's a good question. I'll have to look that up. Um, but there is the world's largest frying pan. It is, it's in North Carolina. Curious, this thing can hold up to 365 chickens simultaneously when you cook it. Would you eat out of it oh if they my. held like an event to cook out of the world's largest frying pan? Uh, why not? I, I've been to the uh, world's largest enchilada festival in Las Cruces, New Mexico, and and partook of that. So yeah, I'd, I'd be uh, I'd be game to uh, be a part of that. <laughs> All right, Jeff. Thank you, sir, for that. We appreciate you in the update, and appreciate uh, everything ICATS is doing. Drive safe out there. All right. Have a great day. You too. Bye bye. All right. Two big things there from Jeff. Yeah. One, there's an accident on 77 South, just at mile marker 29. Three-car accident in the left-hand lane. Mm. Take the HOV. Game theory time. Do you get off and go alternative routes off highway, or do you suck it up buttercup and you pay the fee on the toll? Mm. What are you going to do? Dealer's choice. If you're going to make a decision, you better do it before you get to Williamson, exit 33, right? because the traffic was already backing up to Langer. Right. right. And you got to be able to get on to the HOV lane because you know they only have slots. You can't just constantly. Like in Georgia, right? You can just constantly go into it. You can't do that here. Mm. Not, not yet. I don't know if you were. Maybe they just never replaced the cones in Atlanta. Like, you know, the right. old yeah, areas. So yeah, it's like, they didn't make it. you're really not supposed to, <laughs> right. but people do it. You should really stick around to hear what the crazy gang of three have to say next. Good morning, LKN on WSIC. Want to talk with Justin, Bill, or Mamie? Give them a call now at 844-STUDIO-4. It's Good Morning LKN on WSIC. Good Morning LKN, 834 on this little Friday. Hope you're having a good one. If you are traveling on 77 South, mile marker 29, there's been an accident, unfortunately. A three-car accident in the left-hand lane. 
And so you've got to make a game theory decision uh, probably by, at this point, before Williamson, exit 33. You're going to try to go side roads or you're going to take the HOV lane. That's a decision you have to make personally. I wish you well on your journey. Thank you, Jeff from iCats, for giving us that update. Again, a three-car accident, mile marker 2977 uh, southbound. Going to have Ben McKeithen of Greystone Lodge as soon as he jumps in. Uh, we are looking forward to having a conversation with him. Greystone Lodge, G-R-A-Y, greystonelodge.com. And there he is, of course. Perfect timing, Ben McKeithen, general manager. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning, folks. How you doing? Another day in paradise. Looking pretty good on your end. Where are you at this morning? I am actually on location at uh, Appalachian Ski Mountain this morning. It's about 30 degrees, clear skies. Uh, the team is out here getting the slopes all ready for opening. And I just wanted to come up here and let you see firsthand the great conditions. All the, all the slopes are open today um, and uh, a, a large amount of snow. Oh, about perfect conditions up there. Look at this beautiful, the blue skies of Appalachian wow. Ski Mountain in Boone, North Carolina. Oh my gosh. This brings, you know, I took uh, two classes on that mountain. So I had snowboarding, snowboarding one and snowboarding two, and they both happened at Appalachian Ski Mountain. What a, are you, are you going to strap some skis on today, Ben, or what? What I want to do is I want to show you guys this right here. Uh, this is the magic carpet ride. This is how you. This is how beginners, kids that are just learning how to ski, uh, get up to the top of the mountain. When I was growing up, you had to grab this this rope toll, and it would yank you right out of your skis if you're not careful. But this this magic carpet ride, you literally just scoot your skis up, and it just whips you right up to the top of the mountain. Uh, it's it's a pretty cool uh, thing here, particularly for beginners. It's it's literally just an, enabling more people to have fun, and that's one of the many things going on in the high country area. Uh, ben, how was your Valentine's Day? You when you were with us on Tuesday, you were at the florist shop in downtown Boone. Did you make it yes, out like sir. a bandit, and your wife was happy? Well, actually, I took my daughter out last night. We went to actually to a restaurant, and we talk a lot about Fizz Ed, located downtown Boone. They had a uh, family kids uh, deal with uh, DJ and. Uh, photo booth and uh, it was fun it was like an early evening for sure but it was great fizz ed that's you learn about them on our uh on our website as well that's a nice little alternative date night there for valentine's day bringing in and bringing your daughter into the mix graystonelodge.com g-r-a-y graystonelodge.com if you click on local discounts you'll see fizz ed as well as other partners that graystone partners with throughout the local high country area how is the ham shop food truck going in the parking lot for you guys ben it's becoming very popular. Uh, great, huge, uh, very huge sandwiches that are very unique, and a lot of the sandwiches are hot. Um, and I've tried a couple of them. And I'm telling you, they're they're really really good. That sounds yummy to me. Okay, so for the weather for this weekend, kind of wild down here in the Lake Norman area, North Charlotte area, 67 degrees today, Ben. Uh, how does that compare to the next few days in the high country? So we're going to be doing our typical dip down into the 30s, uh, well, actually 20s uh, overnight through the weekend. I think the highs are going to be uh, hovering in the 30s and 40s. So, again, not too cold to get out and ski, but uh, perfect weather to keep the conditions perfect for skiing weekend. So this weekend uh, for App Ski Mountain, they've got a, a midnight blast. What is, what is this event that's going on in App Ski Mountain this weekend? So they have, a, uh, they have a situation on Saturday that you can actually ski until midnight. And then also they're going to be doing moonlight ice skating at the ice skating rink. So uh, extra extended hours this weekend for the family uh, President's Day weekend. 
It's kind of like back in the day, we used to go to the skating rink. So like up there in the mountains, you guys can ski longer during the day. That's pretty cool. That sounds fun. Uh, moonlight ice skating. So is that like overnight ice skating or what's, or, or, or is, what is so this? It'll be open until 1130, uh, on Saturday night. And then they've got a huge bonfire right next to the ice skating rink. So that's going to be a lot of fun. I definitely remember my days at Abski Mountain. Um, the, the lodge there is great. The, the, so, you know, uh, probably more of for those apres skiers out there as well, a place to sit while those who want to climb and be adventurous on the mountain, a lot for the whole family to do in Boone. Uh, basketball continues to be a conversation, Ben. Tonight versus Marshall, what's the town looking like uh, there for this game? Well, this is actually a doubleheader. The ladies play at noon against Marshall. In fact, my daughter in her uh, class at school, they're going there for a field trip today, so that's going to be fun. And then, and then the guys play at 6.30 uh, tonight against uh, Marshall, uh, a great uh, conference rival. And then we play again a home game 4.30 on uh, Saturday against Louisville. Uh, um, Louisiana, excuse me. And that's, again, another uh, in-conference uh, game as well. A lot going on. App State continues to be on the rise with basketball. What, 20-5 and five on the year, uh, dominating Sunbelt, 10-2, and two, I think, is what the stats I've got here in front of me. Yeah. I mean, my gosh, what, what a crazy thing just to add to the mix of the already busy Boone. Ben, uh, some people may think, okay, is Boone, is Boone continuing to grow too much? What's your take on on kind of the current status and having all these wonderful businesses and partners throughout the community, plus people coming and visiting? Is Boone still have that nostalgia to it? Absolutely, and where you see the growth is uh, particularly tourism, and and uh, you, you you hear of uh, other hotels being talked about, uh, new restaurants coming all the time, new attractions. So you know we're growing in the right areas. Definitely still have that nostalgia. Um, Appalachian gives us that kind of the urban, uh, city feel, but, um, but, you know, just outside the campus, I mean, you got that really, uh, very unique high country experience. And App Ski Mountain is not the only mountain around the high country, though it is right. a great one. There are others, uh, is Beach Mountain got something going on soon? Yeah. So Beach Mountain has done, um, a whole lot in their music scene and they've got a show on Saturday nights. Um, and that's going to be a lot of fun as well. They, they continue to roll out uh, music, which, again, you can read about on our blog, um, graystonelodge.com. Uh, Sugar Mountain, another great spot. I mean, they're all in great uh, shape for snow and ready, ready to, to have you come up. Art and culture has always been a staple of the high country. How have you seen, Ben, kind of that scene evolve there in Boone and around the area? It just seems like every time I turn around, there's another event happening, um, whether it's classical music, whether it's art galleries, whether it's bigger concerts. Um, it's, it's just like an ever-growing uh, scene up here for sure. The 2024 spring and summer lineup of encore-worthy music festivals and concerts in the high country. That's the blog post you can go see at graystonelodge.com, G-R-A-Y, graystonelodge.com. In addition to Merle Fest that's happening in April, which has been around a long time, wonderful music festival, a lot of artists, a lot of stages, multiple-day festival. But in Boone, Kid Brewer Stadium this July, Brad Paisley, another outdoor concert at Kid Brewer. Did you go to Luke Combs, Ben, whenever he played outside? Oh there? yeah, I absolutely did. Sat on the near near the front front of a concert. It was an amazing night. People still talk about what a great night that was. Are you planning to go to Brad Paisley? Oh, absolutely. Okay, so a lot yes. to do there in the continuing um, 
destination location of Boone. So grateful I was able to spend years there, as well as some of our teammates here on at WSIC. Uh, ben, what is it that you want people to know right now about Greystone, given the time of year, given the things going on around the high country? What do you want people to know? Well, I want to say uh, I was really excited to speak to the winners of the Lucky and Love contest. We connected by phone yesterday afternoon, and they are eagerly excited about planning their trip up to the high country, connected with her personally, and uh, they're looking at their calendar. Uh, but yeah, I've, you know, the, the Greystone Lodge just offers a very unique, unique experience. We're constantly looking to uh, change the, uh, the, the way people look at hotels, um, uh, trying to offer that concierge level of service, making those uh, unique local partnerships. Uh, throughout the hotel so it's just it's just a fun it's a fun time to be in the hotel business ben referring to the lucky and love contest that was our contest here at wsic for a free two-night stay at graystone lodge we will be giving an, away another two-night stay in the coming weeks you're going to want to pay attention to that we're going to get you connected to graystone if you follow wsic news and graystone lodge on instagram that's one of the best ways to keep in the know and know what's going on uh, ben back to the local partnerships too because it is so cool the way that you guys look beyond just the lodging part of people's experiences but the entire aspect of hospitality what are what are those other local businesses saying when you guys come to them and say hey we want our people that come stay with us to also be part of your family is that a receptive conversation there in boone with the businesses absolutely i think it's kind of cutting edge uh building these uh partnerships and um i think they really appreciate the support they support us we all work together um to offer that great experience it's, it's great in fact i'm working on a little package to send you guys down there to uh give you guys some of our local experience um there on site so uh, be looking for that next week all right looking forward to it ben mckeithen general manager of graystone lodge g-r-a-y graystonelodge.com ben we appreciate you look forward to connecting with you next week enjoy that beautiful weather and those slopes today absolutely you guys have a great weekend and we'll talk to you next week all right see you ben thank you bye-bye Keep it right here. Justin, Bill, and Mamie will be right back with more Good Morning LKN on 105.9, 100.7, WSIC. Local starts here. Want to talk with Justin, Bill, or Mamie? Give them a call now at 844-STUDIO-4. It's Good Morning LKN on WSIC. Good Morning LKN, 848 on this little Friday. Hope you're having a good one. If you are traveling 77 South, mile marker 29, a three-car accident. When Jeff had called previously, they uh, the police had not arrived yet. And uh, so if you are traveling southbound, little game theory. Likely, might even be past Williamson. You're probably slowing down beyond Williamson. So when you get to Williamson, you got to make the decision. Do you take the side streets or are you going to go HOV? The longer you wait on the HOV, my guess is the likelier that backs up. The longer you wait to go side streets and this later in the day, you might as well just tell your boss you're going to be late. It's probably the safer route at this point. Hard to see it any other way. Thanks again to Ben McKeithen, Greystone Lodge, G-R-A-Y, greystonelodge.com. Uh, I love ben the uh, like how you can see 
or hear the birds. Mm. You know, you can really put yourself, you know, at today. Yeah. App Ski Mountain. I would love to be there right now. Um, it, it's 30 degrees. It didn't look super windy, though. It did not look super windy out there with Ben on the slopes. And uh, uh, he, he still has not put the skis on on video yet. I think that might be possible at some point and him just go down the mountain. That would be awesome. I think that would be sweet. If I was there, I would do it. I know you would. I, I would go for it. And I've only skied once in my life. Snowblader. Snowblades are the way to go. They, mean, they didn't have like my size though when we went last time, I felt like. If I remember correctly. Did you do Snowblades when we went last time? I, I feel like I did, yeah. Okay, maybe you did. Maybe you just had a snowboard. Do you have a snowboard? I have one. I mean, it's like my, I've only had one in my life. Right. I don't know. I, I haven't been skiing though in years. Last time we went was what, 2019? You. What, you've been since? Oh, yeah. You're going on place without me? Um, <laughs> last year, Nat and I celebrated an anniversary up in Beach Mountain. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yep. Have you ever snowboarded anywhere beyond North Carolina or yes. Virginia Mountains? Yes. Where? Colorado. Okay. So here's the big debate. North Carolina is known for icy mountains. Right? Yeah. While you're skiing. And it's not necessarily like if you skied somewhere else, people that then come here to North Carolina to ski, different conversation. What's it like out west uh, skiing in comparison? Uh, it's pretty cool. Not going to lie. Powder. Like Powder. Yeah. Soft Powder. to the touch. Soft, longer. Um, did you ride the gondola up? I did. I did. Is it like a ride for six hours and then ski down for it two? It was a mighty long ride. See, so it was... Everybody I went with, it was their first time kind of skiing. Oh, wow. Right, which I would also say it's probably an easier place to learn out, out there just because the conditions, everything is, you know, nice. Yeah. Um, there's like built for it, the whole state. Yeah. Uh, so they're used to it. Correct. Um, yeah. So, but I was like, man, I'm tired of kind of this green hill. I, I'd like to, you know, bite off a little bit more. So they do green. They call it their bunnies or greens. Is that what they Yes. Okay. Yes. Do they have black diamonds there in. Colorado? Justin, come on now. Okay. Um, I mean, do they call it the same thing? Yes, yes, okay. yes, they do. Yeah. Uh, black diamonds, double blacks. Yeah, where we were, gosh, I'm literally drawing a blank right now. Oh, Copper Mountain. So that's where, like, mm. the, the USA snowboard team and ski team, that's where they train. Okay. Um, but I got on this, uh, you know, I see in the background some of our, you know, some approachable looking hills. So I'm like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to go on one of those. So I just hopped on, you know, the next nearest gondola thinking or, you know, lift thinking it'll take me to another safe place. And I quickly realized that I am going directly to the top. And, yeah, it was probably about a 15 minute, you know, solo six person lift. And what was um, the name of the mountain? Copper Mountain. Copper Mountain. Absolutely gorgeous. And I'm curious because what I'm looking up right now is the height of Copper Mountain. Oh, wow. OK. Yeah, no, it's real deal. So the biggest mountain in North Carolina Okay. Mount Mitchell. Yep. Shout out. How high up elevation wise do you think Mount Mitchell? Highest mountain in North Carolina. Uh, I'm terrible with elevation. It's early. I'm going to say 14,000. I have no idea. Okay. 6,000. Okay. That's the highest in North Carolina. Now, Boone's Convocation Center is at 3,333 feet. Right. Mount Mitchell, as far as I know, is not a skiing mountain. Okay. It's just the tallest mountain. It's just the tallest mountain. 6,000. Now, if I do a quick little doop 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 search, Copper Mountain, yes, in Colorado, That's and where the I was. height, yep. What do you think? Twenty thousand. 
the base of the mountain. So basically you're at Copper Mountain, you're at the bottom of Copper Mountain. Right. 9,700 feet. So mm. compare that to the Pico top of North Carolina Correct. of 6,000. Yeah, then go up a little more. You're already higher at being at the bottom. I was definitely, I was definitely higher. So at the peak. Yeah, I was up there and it was, I mean, you turn around and look down. And like I said, I was a novice gear, a bit off way more than I could chew. My hips were sore just from like trying to pizza the entire way down the, <laughs> the hill. I mean, it got to a point I couldn't. It's scary when you're up there and you're like, oh, wow, this is really real. Um, I'm really I, doing I can't, this. I can't see. Unless I go down the hill, I can't see the bottom of where I'm going. So you're part of the 12,000 club because the peak of Copper Mountain yeah. is, is 12,000. Not all heroes wear capes, man. You deserve an award, sir. <laughs> Did I, honestly, I got back down to where everybody was and they could just see the stress on my face because it took me probably about an hour to maneuver down the hill. And it's like maps. So if you take a wrong turn, you're going down a black diamond. If you, you know. So you really got to kind of pay attention. And so you were solo. Yeah, I was solo. Yeah. That had to have been pretty, pe like at the same time, like as stressful as it was, man, like, or no, did you wish you had I, There were like there? moments of like, yeah, th this is cool. But then it's like, dude, you're, you're by yourself. I still have to get down this mountain. I'm alone by myself. Right. And like I said, I, I was in skis at that time. Um, and I'm not a great skier. That was my first time skiing. I've snowbladed, which is way easier, I think. Um, but you can't snowblade up there. I would imagine. I think you can. You can definitely do anything you want. I just don't think snowblades snowblades might be like frowned upon. I don't know. I, the thing novice, is, I don't ski. Novice. I don't ski enough to like get good at skiing. If I'm going to do it like once every blue moon, I'm going to do something I'm good at. Easy out, everybody. An easy out. Yeah, absolutely. Did Bring you, it on. Did you I'm get, having fun. Did you get down to the lodge? And like you look like you were just covered in snow, like, and they're all just, hey, Bill's back. There was one time when I fell, Justin, and and it wasn't even like I fell. I literally, because I was, you know, going parallel, you yeah. know, as wide as I could here. And <laughs> snowboarding 101. When I went to fall, I kind of put my arm just out. And because of the, how steep the hill is, I mean, I just put my arm out and just kind of sat. It, it was, it was, yeah, it was just like a little recline. Like it was more of a, it was a bigger fall for me to fall back in this chair. I mean, I was like, <laughs> what am I doing here? Yeah. You were crushing it is what you were doing. No. Part of the 12,000 feet club. I would love to see the, I'm sure there's some video out there of me just struggling. And I'm talking people flying by me. There was somebody probably watching like on the live ski cam. Like, look at this guy up here. What's right. he doing? Right. Let's go ahead and send a, Let's see a snowmobile. <laughs> Was there nobody else up on the top part of the It was a too? weekday that we went. So <laughs> best time to go. Best time to go. I mean, so there were not a lot of people, um, which I was half thankful for because I could go very wide. But also like, man, if I get hurt up here. You're alone. Yeah, because they don't have like fences to keep me in. If I go off into the woods, I'm off into the woods. Like Trash Can Falls in Boone, North Carolina. Like, I don't know Trash Can, but sounds similar. You got to get like helicoptered out. Oh, no. You know, because. Yeah, I, see, that that was the nightmare. When I turned around and looked down and all the cars that were once car size are now ant size. I was like, man, that's a perspective I haven't yet experienced because I've never gone. You'd love it out there. Man. I would. I, I'm not saying I wouldn't. Right. I just have not gone. Yeah. I don't know. We'll go out there. I don't think Noah or Emmy could handle skiing down that right now. They definitely could. You think so? Yeah. Hey, you got a lot of confidence in my kids. I like that about you. Yeah. Supportive. They can do anything. That's true. You could do anything. You could also do anything because all day long we give you all the options. Right. Home ad show starts 9 o'clock, 9 to 11. Already home ad calls coming in. Love it. 
talking to Bill. Did you buy or sell something with somebody real quick whenever they called looking for home ad show? No. You just let it go. You, you let, you're going to, yeah, let he it. was very to the point. Is home ad on right now? Unfortunately, it's not. Call back in 15 minutes. <laughs> I will. 844 Studio 4, the number if you want to call in, buy, sell, trade, swap. You got a story, you got an event, you got a birthday, you got an anniversary. You call in. Brian Summers hosting the show. He writes it down. He uh, tells people about it. And then he spins the wheel. So if you got the birthday or anniversary, 1045, spins the wheel, you get free prizes. Daylight Donuts. What's up, Jody? Been a while since I've been there, though I have come into Studio A a few times during the week, and there's a nice dozen box sitting right there that I try to resist, and mm. I stare at it, and then I say to myself, no one will notice. You're too weak. <laughs> <laughs> I just go ahead and admit it. It's just yeah, easier if we right, just get to right. the point real fast. It's best to be honest with yourself <laughs> more than anyone. 11 o'clock, about town. Mayor Woody Washam. He's back today, I believe. Yeah, he was on the mayoral. Uh, they were at a retreat for the town, talking about the upcoming budgets last week. I imagine maybe there'll be some budget conversation. Mm. I don't know. It's his show, so we'll see. Uh, uh, about town, uh, eleven to noon, hosted by Mayor Woody Washam. If you got questions for him, you can call in there eight four four Studio Four eight four four seven eight eight three four six four. I think I turned off the music when I was going down. Sorry. I'm just having flashbacks because it was kind of yeah. traumatizing um, going down that mountain. <laughs> sparked something. Yeah, I think I like, you know, was listening to some music and then I just had to turn it off. I was like, dude, I got to, I need to literally focus in here. You know what's so funny? You say that because I, 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 I having gone to Boone, right? Skiing, snowboarding, all that was a regular part of sure, right. the experience sure. for most. Um, Demi, I think she failed ski class. We'll talk about that another day. Uh, but I recall the music. I, I don't know why. Vaguely, I can recall because you know I keep up on the latest and greatest hits. I, I'm more, oh yeah. I'm a music connoisseur more than most that you'll ever meet in your life. The album I recall listening to last, or the the artist I recall listening to last, Ti. Yeah. Okay. What's his real name? Tiny. Nope. Nope. Tiny's Tiny. his wife. Nope. Sorry. Uh, Clifford is his yeah. real name. Clifford yeah. Harris. Clifford right? Harris from Atlanta. Oh yeah. He's an Atlanta guy. Definitely. So I, that that was the the era. So That'll that kinda, get you down there. That, yeah, that dates me a little bit. If sure, if, uh, when he was at the top, is he on the way down? On the way out? Still the king, man. Is he still the king? Yeah, he's got some new song somewhere. Maybe you've been listening to Good Morning LKN. Mamie is out of town, so if you were looking for her today, she may come back. I think she'll come back. We're hoping. We're hope. We're we're very hopeful. Very hopeful. <laughs> Shout out, Mamie. Yeah, hope she has a safe travel. Shout safe out, trip. Katie. Shout out to Katie. Shout out to Woodlawn uh, Steam Fest going on, woodlawnschool.org. Uh, you want to register for that? We'll see you tomorrow, my kid. Serving you better than ever before. 1059 100.7. WSIC, Statesville, Mooresville, North Charlotte.